0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: This is Inside Purple
0: and Gold. Hey, back with Inside Purple and Gold. Jace Frederick, Dane Mizutani on Odyssey's Vikings podcast. Uh, If you're listening, like, subscribe, follow. Make sure you're getting this podcast in every episode on your phone as soon as it comes out. That will be including, you know, early Sunday afternoon. Uh, Maybe you watched the Vikings in the morning. You had some coffee, some cold brew. You liked the Vikings, had some caffeine, so you're ready and fired up to go uh, for game time. You know, then like noon, one o'clock, you're ready to move on with your day. Do it with inside purple and gold. Go on a nice Sunday afternoon walk. Listen to us break down the game. Uh, Dane, let's talk a little bit about defense versus offense here. Uh, This Vikings defense has been... Kind of maligned, um, even though the fact they haven't given up a ton of points, um, 24 points is the most they've allowed thus far this season. Um, I think we would view that as a positive through three weeks before the season started. They are getting gashed for a lot of yardage. Kevin O'Connell said, hey, we want to shore that up a little bit, maybe get off the field when we have more chances to do so. But I just don't think anybody's really sounding the alarm. Um against for this defense from the Vikings perspective like coaching players I think they're just like yeah it kind of is what it is hopefully we get a little better but this is kind of the show I personally think if James Winston starts and we'll get into the injury report here in a second but like I think this defense was made to play against James Winston frankly like you want to beat us in 10 plays you want to go 10 plays without kicking yourself in the butt like uh, that's not James Winston football um, and that's what the Vikings are going to ask him to do
1: yeah. That's, that's always been James's or James Winston's knock. Is that like, he's going to make a mistake at some point. And that is what this Vikings defense is predicated on this year is we've talked a lot about their shell coverage and how that's frustrating to, to fan for fans to watch because they're just giving up these eight yard chunk plays or these six yard pass, 11 yard reception, whatever. It's all designed because like, in the Vikings defensive brain or, you know, scheme, like they're going to, the opposing team's going to make a mistake. If Jameis Winston plays on Sunday, he's going to make a mistake. Like he just does. Like, that's what he does. Like he's capable of, of spreading the ball around. Um, you saw it in Tampa when he was able to kind of, buoy and offense with both Evans and Godwin like he can he can get the ball to pass catchers but he's going to throw a ton of interceptions too he's going to make a ton of mistakes he's going to do things with the football that are reckless and and that's what this Vikings defense is relying on not just this week but this season like they're relying on other teams to screw up I think If Jameis Winston plays this weekend, it's better for the Vikings than if Andy Dalton plays. And that might sound a little crazy because Andy Dalton's the backup and Andy Dalton is super uninspiring as, as far as like quarterback play goes. Uh, But I think Andy Dalton is probably more equipped to take what the defense is giving him than Jameis Winston, who, who can be a little bit reckless at times. Also, Jameis Winston has a broken back. So that is something to take into account. Like he has four. This is pretty rare. So yeah, he's got the back fractures.
0: It's pretty rare that we have a Thursday injury report because the saints are in new Orleans. We do have like open availability for the media has already happened. James Winston, not there for the open portion of practice today. They expected him to be, he's not. Um, So like, that's another step towards Andy Dalton, maybe potentially being the quarterback for new Orleans, which
1: I don't think is a bad thing for the bike. All right. Which I I like, Like I think when you look at, yeah, for the saints, like from the Vikings perspective, like uh, an injured Jameis Winston, who when he's healthy is going to make throws that make you kind of scratch your head is probably someone you want to play against more than, than Andy Dalton. Who's going to be super boring and just kind of take care of the ball. Um, Probably marching down the field, take the field goal here, maybe not getting to the end zone every play, but, but Andy Dalton, as much as he's, an easy kind of punching bag in you know, in NFL circles like played, played quarterback for a long as a starting quarterback for a long time in this league is capable of taking what the defense gives him. Um, It's one of the better backups in the league already. And and I think like with how the Vikings play defense, Andy Dalton might be more equipped to beat them than Jameis Winston, because he's going to just march them down the field, take, you know, the eight yard gain, the 12 yard gain not throw the jump ball that Jameis is definitely going to throw also worth noting that Michael Thomas didn't practice either. So as much as the Vikings defense has struggled, as much as it might benefit the saints to play their backup rather than their starter this week, the Vikings aren't really going to be tested defensively to the same degree that if, if the saints were firing on all cylinders and completely healthy, um, you kind of have to dominate this game if, if, if you're a Vikings defense, in my opinion. You can't get sliced and diced if you do. Uh-oh. Yeah.
0: Um. I mean, I think we're just going to see them get sliced and diced a lot. But, like, what exactly to the degree is always the question. Uh, but I think the Michael Thomas injury is bigger than the James Winston one. Like, this Vikings defense, Chris Olave is a great rookie wide receiver, no question. But he is a they throw the ball down the field to him. Like he is a big air yards guy. takes a lot of deep shots, frankly, like not to say that the Vikings, they've had some coverage bus, but they are kind of built to try to keep that away from you. That's not to say Patrick Peterson hasn't still given up those opportunities that haven't been capitalized on yet this season. And maybe Chris Olave will be the first to capitalize on that. Uh, But in general, like they get crushed in the intermediate, they get crushed in the middle of the field. It's kind of designed that way, like funneled in there. Okay, take those 12, 10, 12 yards. Michael Thomas lives in that area. Um, he destroys that area. Uh, Andy Dalton, I think, would love if Michael Thomas was out there on the field to go seven for 80 yards and a score. Um, so, like that, him being out would be a big break I think for the Vikings defense Uh Jarvis Landry mispractice Wednesday is back out on the field Thursday he also kind of lives in those areas Um, and he's he still is a veteran receiver who can dominate those areas of the field so that could be a big boost for the Saints Uh Alvin Kamara obviously like could push the Vikings linebackers but frankly like I think the linebackers are a strength for this Vikings defense maybe like one of these strengths Uh, but yeah like I think at its core with the Saints, with Jameis Winston, like taking deep shots down the field to Chris Olave, like they're built to stop those types of things. The Vikings are built to get destroyed by rushing attacks. And as good as Alvin Kamara is, like the Saints running game isn't that good. Um, like Alvin Kamara is not like a great hand it to him 25 times and watch him roll type of player, um, especially not right now. Um, you know, he's a little banged up as well. Mark Ingram, you know, he's out there getting six, seven, eight carries a game, and he's not a good football player anymore. So there are a lot of things that the Saints do or don't do that I think kind of play right into the Vikings defense's hands, even at full strength. Uh, Andy Dalton certainly could dink his dink and dunk his way around the field, but if you don't have the best receiver for that either, um, that could make things even easier for Minnesota. So I'm with you. Like, hey, like this is where the Vikings have to win. Um, and I will say just from like the pressure perspective, you know, we don't think that the Vikings defensive line is generated in of it um in these last couple games and i do think what's interesting is i think the saints are pretty solid at tackle but their interior offensive line as is poor and as we've seen here like that could have a big effect on things so maybe this is a game where like hey if you get him into a third and seven third and eight like better seize darius smith on the inside and trying to win it there um and maybe he can get pressures up the middle and, and the vikings can find a pass rush in that way
1: yeah one concerning thing for the vikings you know you look at who's missing time and who who wasn't at practice Uh, Andrew Booth like may never play like he 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 was off to the side again like somehow that quad injury has has turned from a tweak into something much more um three weeks in now he's still he's still working his way through the quad injury isn't practicing Darius Smith missed time yesterday um with a knee injury I don't know if he'll play this week. He looked pretty banged up coming against the Lion, coming off against the Lions. Um, talked to reporters in the locker room on Sunday, um, talking to our colleague Chris Thomason. He had a noticeable limp on Sunday, and he didn't practice on Wednesday. Um, we'll see if he practices on Thursday, like maybe, or if he's limited, maybe there's there's hope that he's going to play. If Sedary Smith doesn't play, that puts even more pressure on Daniel Hunter. He, he Daniel Hunter has been fine to this point in the season. Just fine. Like just very average, very okay. Um not the dominant player that that he he once was. If Darius Smith doesn't play, Daniil Hunter needs to win this week. And, and and is he capable of doing that anymore? I I don't know. Like I, I don't want this to sound like bashing Daniel Hunter. He he's he's made certain plays here and there. He just hasn't been the guy who can just wreck a game. Like we saw him do in week two last year against the Cardinals, where Kyler Murray was just dominating the Vikings and Daniel Hunter just was the only guy who could stop them. He hasn't looked like that through three weeks. If if Darius Smith does not play and DJ Wanham is the other pass rusher who has been fine situationally, but is is not even close to the players that that Darius Smith is. Then it's up to Daniil Hunter this week to step up um, against, like you said, he gets moved around against an interior line that that is a little bit weak. Um, kind of reminds some of of the Vikings interior line. Um, I think there's an opportunity for Darius or for Daniil Hunter to to make plays this week, not all, only off the edge but beat you know, up the middle as well. Um, and, and it's incumbent he does that even more if, if Sedary Smith doesn't play.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. Okay, let's get into purple prop party. Um, As always, odds provided by the DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, Dane, first off, let's get into player props. Uh, What do you like this week? What do you think is like your slam dunk? Um, I will say that I picked Kirk Cousins going over like 285 yards last week against Detroit. Was not able to pull it off, even with that late drive. Just got to 260 Vikings passing offense. Certainly was not as dynamic prolific as i thought it would be um you did hit yours amandra st brown clearing that relatively low number for him he did so even while playing basically on one leg Uh, so go ahead who's your pick this week
1: it's pretty funny looking at these these player props right now because it's all vikings because like the saints are just so hurt that like the the lines aren't even up right now like we don't have a passing player prop because the the DraftKings doesn't know who's going to play quarterback. You don't have many receiving player props because DraftKings doesn't know if Michael Thomas is going to play. Um, my player prop it's kind of a cop out. I'm taking over one and a half touchdowns for Kirk Cousins. Like I I think as much as I think the Vikings need to establish the run to win the game, I think they're going to need to throw the ball to score touchdowns. Uh, I think when they get in the red zone, um, that's kind of Kirk Cousins' time to kind of take over. And, uh, you know, if, if they're near the goal line, I think Madison to get those touches. Um, if, if Dalvin doesn't play, um, I, I just think the Vikings are going to be able to move the ball against this defense. And and if they are, if they're going to get, you know, anywhere remotely close to the end zone, it's going, they're going to try and be throwing the ball um, more than running it. Uh, one and a half touchdowns for Kirk cousins. Um, it, it's by no means going out on a limb it's minus minus one forty, So it, it's not a great, uh, money bet, but I think it's a lock to go over. All right, I'm going to take you're right. Like the Saints have nothing up
0: because they have no idea who's going to play for anybody. Even the Vikings, like there are no Alexander Madison or Dalvin Cook odds because you know the books don't know who's playing. Like if Dalvin Cook plays, well then any Alexander Madison under would be a win, um, and you know <laughs> vice versa. Uh, so I'm going to go out of the pass catchers. I will take Justin Jefferson under 85 and a half yards. I'm not saying he's not more involved than he was last week, but I do think Lattimore is tremendous. Um, Carolina barely even targeted. I think Carolina targeted Lattimore one time last week. Um, He shut down Mike Evans like he's done throughout his career. Like, this is a great corner. And if the Saints see, like, hey, it looks like taking Jefferson out of the game has been a great way to limit the Vikings' offense, uh, then that it only makes sense to try to do the same thing. And if that's the case, not saying Justin Jefferson can't win, not saying he can't go, you know six for 65 and a score or something, but 85 and a half yards becomes a pretty high total. So I will take the under on that and see if the Vikings can figure out a way to get Justin Jefferson going um, against the defense's best wishes. All right. uh, Game total. Uh, The Vikings for this game, just in general, are two and a half point favorites which is not surprising. Um, I think given the Saints injury report over under set at just 43 points. So not expected to be like a massive scoring game. 43 is kind of a middle to low number. Dane, what do you got? Did the Vikings pull this one out. Did they move to three and one?
1: Yeah, I think the Vikings win. I think they cover barely. I think they win by a field goal. I think it'll be like 24, 21. Like I think it'll flirt with that, that over under. I think that's a pretty good line. Um, I don't think it's going to be like this massively entertaining offensive football game. Um, I think it's going to be pretty close towards the end. Um, I see the Vikings pulling it out. Um, 24-21 is my score prediction. I always feel kind of silly making a score prediction because it is it is a complete guess. Um, but I do think they win the game. Um, I think they're better than the Saints. Um, the Saints are going to probably come in a little more desperate. Uh, desperate, such a, such a sports word. Um, but I, I think the Vikings are better, and I think that will rise um, kind of above at, at the end of the day on Sunday.
0: I think the saints are better than what they've shown. Um, even losing to Carolina last week. That basically was, that game was flipped on its head by an Alvin Kamara fumble returned like 60 yards by Carolina to the house, set up the saints in a bad way. I, I think the saints desperation is key in this one. Like teams that need to win games, come out and play better. I think the saints are a good football team. I don't think that's changed through three weeks. I, I think they've kind of, you know, yeah, you lost to the box and then you just kind of kicked yourself against the Panthers. I think it is Andy <laughs> Dalton. I think that helps the saints. I think defensively they play well. Um, I'm not saying Minnesota won't play well, be competitive. This will be a close game, but I've got the Saints winning 20 to 17. So Saints win and it hits the under. I think, both well, I think like the Saints offense is going to kind of pull out its way around the field. But I think the defense is going to hold the Vikings offense in check as Minnesota kind of continues to search for that magic formula to kind of get this offense rolling. I don't have confidence they do that against the Saints defense. Negative Nancy Jace. He picks against the Vikings every week. I picked the the Vikings to beat Detroit last week, 30 to 27. That was pretty close, yeah. Um, okay, well. Yeah, geez. Come on. I think I picked sorry. him to, to beat the... No, I think I picked him to lose. No, you did. Yeah,
1: I picked, I, I picked them every week. <laughs>
0: like yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Dane just picks the Vikings to win. He's convinced they're the best team in football. Um, he says negative things all week about them. And then goes, <laughs> the Vikings are the better team. They're going to win this game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> If you listen uh, to Dave <laughs> talk every week, you'd be like, "Wow, well, he's pretty convinced this team stinks. And then he picks you. <laughs> Vikings are so much better than this other team. Uh,
1: <laughs> I appreciate oh, the bet.
0: I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, but either way, I think we're expecting a competitive game. Can't wait to wake up, chug coffee, and then perform at my peak while covering the game. Uh, <laughs> don't forget, 8.30. Like I said, you can watch this on... NFL network. And if you are in the local market, you can catch it on KSDP channel five. Don't think because you don't have NFL network and you live in the Twin Cities that you can't watch this game. You can. Um, it will be broadcast locally. Uh, any other parting thoughts here as we head off, Dane?
1: No, I just hope everyone gets a good night's sleep on on Saturday. Um I it's hope the Vikings get a good night. Check. I hope everyone gets, you know, I hope everyone takes their melatonin on, on Saturday night. I hope People in the Twin Cities get a good night's rest. And then I hope they they get the the dose of caffeine they need to, to really perform at their peak on Sunday.
0: All right. Uh for Dane Musitani, I'm Jace Frederick. This has been Inside Purple and Gold. Please follow, like, subscribe. Make sure you're getting all the episodes of the show. Make sure you're getting that early Sunday afternoon podcast. Um, right after that game, as we, Dane and I break down everything that happened in London viking saints as minnesota looks to move to three and one on the season as always thanks so much for listening we will catch you next time goodbye